Enjoy the show. Play on the tiny. Talk Promoting about. slippery DMs. I'm not touching that. Um, <laughs> as Cat drops out. <laughs> Maybe you want to be a Dingleberry and help out the Dingle Dash Association. <laughs> then Is you can be tape? a Dingleberry today. Uh, be a Dingle Dasher. Yeah. <laughs> Though it is not safe. We're still trying to afford the CGI or, to make whatever. old man look young. And it's not I don't working. even know what we're talking about, to be honest with you. Nobody does. <laughs> uh, uh, three, two, one, we're now live. Looking for our green hey. flags, multi-streaming, it's Twitch. Called, uh, a little, we call that surprise live. <laughs> we can be live now. YouTube. Hey, we're live now. And, of course, we are the only podcast that starts off clunkier than a 1930s Ford. We are the Triforce <laughs> Podcast, of course. I am your host, Matthew Watch B. Grill. In the Pajanger Box, we have Christopher Bristow, the old man, as well as Katerina Thermoscara, our wonderful woman. As well as our omnipotent producer, Stephen Bucarell, big brother. Hero of time, the Blink Diablo, our mascot, chewing his bone of justice. That's what sounds like a uh, We always gather here together for the same nerdy and geeky reasons, but tonight, Diabolical Baby, Quantum Reboot, 4K Year Old Game, and so much more on the Triforce Podcast. And, of course, we want you to hop on over to pjandwh.com. We're going to find all the funny and luggy and nutty moments up top. You scroll down and you'll actually, I updated it. Last week's Triforce Podcast, the safe word is justice. As well as last I week's, love that one. Uh, last week's Lug Nuts podcast. Well, the last Lug Nuts podcast, Robot Apocalypse, sponsored by Hyundai. And then you s- slap on over to the second tab. Well, that's where. Well, yeah, that one, because Sunday through Friday, you'll find Big Brother and myself streaming over here on Wall Janger Gaming, old man slack a lacking. But you'll find me on the Old Republic. Nice MMO, walking through, Jedi Knight, uh, Torif Ra, and Big Brother is streaming Monday to Friday, 3 to 5-ish, migraines and work allowing, uh, going through Skyrim. Where you at now in Skyrim? Uh, I don't remember. It's a big game. I have a headache, a migraine. So but you're going to have to tune in to find out. I literally have to look right before I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I've played so many hours. What did you do? I, I've done everything. I've, I've yeah. done everything. I don't know where I am. But then again, a lot of people. A lot like life, and a lot like this next tab. Yeah. Oh. Because nice. oh, <laughs> look, it's getting smooth with the segues. Smooth as it said. I got a button. That was a good segue. Yeah. Because we <laughs> want you to contact the team if you want to slide on into the DMs and into the podcast. Maybe you have a podcast you'd like us to help promote, or even be a guest on our podcast and talk promoting about it. slippery DMs. I'm not touching that one. Giggy. Um, <laughs> as cat drops out. <laughs> I'm out of here. Fuck him. Um, and then, <laughs> you can also find us on all That couldn't have been better at a better time. <laughs> this break is brought to you by the Harry Donut. <laughs> yeah, because we may have found our TikTok click. Stop in for a meal coupon. You'll get 10% off your next Dingle Dash. <laughs> 
Maybe you want to be a Dingleberry and help out the Dingle Dash Association. <laughs> then Is you can safe? be a Dingleberry today. Uh, be a Dingle Dasher. Yeah. So it is not safe. No. <laughs> no. No. It was, that was just a word from our sponsor. The safe word is. We just, don't have sponsors. I might as well make some up. Absolutely. <laughs> our own fake establishment. Village here. NFTs coming soon. Frank, Kelly. It, no, 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 no. We're no NFTs. So here. we want to hop on over to our first story, which of course is diabolical. Because the boys' animated series looks like a hyper-violent Nicktoon. So Amazon's own... click on the right thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hello, Luminous. Luminous Tater. My my dude. Sup? Uh, Amazon's own blend of amazing old-school cartooning and bizarre modern comedy, the boys, presents diabolical anthology series will premiere in full uh in march and if the snippet of footage is any indication it should tide over fans of the flagship series with its own set of gruesome laughs which makes sense um yet another production from titmouse which of course uh the adult animation leaders currently behind everything from paramount plus like star trek lower decks netflix chicago party ant and midnight gospel to hulu's uh animaniacs reboot amazon's critical role series and the upcoming legend of vox uh there's a lot of stuff coming through from titmouse which is very very impressive actually i still have to finish midnight gospel man Cousin Carl, Midnight Gospel. He was working with Tim yeah, there. It's, it's just, they, they have amazing animation. And especially with the boys, it's just uh, Diabolical promises eight, 12 to 14 minute episodes, each with its own animation style. The clip teases in the first look of the series. The It feels kind of Chuck Jones throwback with a violent streak. So basically Ren and Stimpy. But... Diabolical premieres March 4th, season three. The 90s Ren and Stimpy. Not not, not the other one. Yes. We disavow that. Yeah, no, not the one where they tried to make it cool. The original one that was really gay. The original. That one was great. Um, That one was great. Season three of (laughs) The Boys kicks off June 3rd. So we got a little little nice anthology series. In the boys is nice. I like how they're doing a different art style for each episode because that's kind of like what they're doing with uh, Into the Spider-Verse Part 1. Each different Spider-Verse, it's going to have a different animation style. So having that anthology, different animation style, it just kind of fits. I like that kind of styling for it, especially the boys, because it's something unique, and that's the way to keep it keep it that way. Keep it fresh. Yeah. What would you like to see? I mean, a baby shooting laser beams out of her eyes, that kind of sets a nice high bar for the kind of stuff that we want to see here. I don't want to see this talk's nuts anymore. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> You're the one with the mouse, man. You're the one with the mouse. I'm just the guy in the corner. <laughs> I don't want to keep Executive producer for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Content controller and creator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just too many titles. It, it stays at producer because that's a nice Matt Man generalization blanket. Yeah. So the general. Hashtag smooth criminal. <laughs> yeah. And a smooth segue right on over to our. Well, 
I mean, if any way you look at it, he's a criminal. Um, but Moon Knight, in our next story, drops a very smooth oh, I'm so, I'm trailer so for this movie. into madness. And, uh, of course, Oscar Isaac is our Moon Knight. Uh, the, the trailer has arrived, a brand and uh, upcoming for Marvel uh, Studios, the series of the same name, Moon Knight, with, along with the first new look poster, debuted during the NFL Super Wild Card matchup, uh, giving viewers a glimpse of madness that will soon engulf star Oscar Isaac. Uh, dive I'd also into like to take a games. moment just to... Um... Note the passing, the tragic passing yes. of Gaspard Uliel, who is also going to, who is also in this vehicle we're looking at. Yeah, him. was he the guy um, who was in like the Moon Knight garb, or who was he in this movie? I know he was like he was only like thirty seven, but it was a skiing yeah, accident. Yeah, from so. a ski accident. Yeah. Look, anytime you go skiing, it it's just spelling bad news. That's why I don't go. And that uh. uh, tr- uh Little that snippet from cool. the elevator scene that just passed. Um, going up to that, the old woman. It, it turns out to be an old woman, but he sees the uh, the Egyptian god it, from Moon Knight. So they're tying everything in here. And just like in this scene, he picks up the phone, and she's like, "Mark, oh my god, you're alive!" He's like, "Why are you calling me, Mark?" This show is going to be kind of. I feel like it's going to have like that Mister Robot slash like Fight Club vibes of like this is right. a. Person with oh, yeah. split I see that. personality disorder. He thinks he's saved from an Egyptian god uh, from his death, and now he has this guy and Mark Spector, a mercenary, in his mind, as well as an Egyptian god. And it looks like he's a bit vicious, but that looks like a werewolf, which is a nice tie-in to the first appearance of Moon Knight, which was Werewolf by Night, which, of course, they're doing that for a Halloween special. He was um, playing Midnight Man for Moon Knight. So. Oh, Midnight Man. Okay. But also, we hear a voice in the teaser trailer that they released saying that they were going to be releasing this on the NFL day. Um, and at the end of it, it kind of sounded like maybe Mahershala Ali is Blade. And there was already a rumor that we're going to see Blade in this. So I'm really liking the look of Moon Knight 1 because it's just weird that this year we're getting Moon Knight and we're getting Batman because Moon Knight yep. was Marvel's answer to Batman. And they just did bat. All right, we're going to do Batman, but we're going to involve an Egyptian god and we're going to make him have a multiple personality disorder. I think that this is going to be Seems a reasonable. banner year in film. And well, in entertainment, yeah. I should say in entertainment, because it's not just film. We're talking TV series yeah. and well, and then we had, we just had Eternals hit the Disney Plus, and I I enjoyed that movie. So good. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed that. it in the theater. I didn't get that pleasure because I didn't want to pay for it, but I, I will yeah, accept it. On <laughs> and it was a great movie. As long as I didn't, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was a nice story. I like how they set up the Eternals. I think that I like how I didn't really see. Where who was the problem until they revealed it, and I thought it was really nicely done, uh, kind of an emo ending for him. But I like that. I, I yeah. can't wait to see where they're going. And I mean, his Moon name Knight, is Icarus. Yeah, there was only one way that was going to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just interested to see if they pull in from the comics to where Eternals, for a reason, they literally just get respawned, and it's just like, oh, Icarus, welcome back. Like, you're, you're just going to get another one. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. I would not be surprised if they did that at all, especially since now we're getting into what looks like. It was one of the Galactus times they re- they brought it back, and Icarus fan- was... I said the Fab Four instead of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> and Icarus was spawned in, like, the South, uh, or the Antarctic station, and that's just like, yep, you get reju- rejuvenated here. And he lost his memories and all that, so that would tie right in with what they're going to do. I hate that the um, that Eternals wasn't as successful as I think that it should have been, but I do think that they did themselves the disservice by making it a feature film instead of a series. I think this, yeah, more yeah. than anything, especially since you're dealing with an ensemble cast and a kind of large ensemble cast, yeah, would have translated really well into a show. Well, one thing I really love what they did is the IMAX version that hit the mm. di- Disney Plus is really great. The aspect ratio yes. really just draws everything into every shot. And it really, it's really impressive. I'm actually going to watch the, rewatch the uh, uh, Iron Man, but IMAX version of it. You know what? I'm tempted to go through. We got, we should go through that again, man. And go through with the IMAX watch on all those movies. I don't know because... if I could get through all the Iron Mans again. But there, it's only a, a select number of them are, are IMAX editions. Probably not all. Just don't it. watch Iron Man three. Let's just you can really skip past that one. Just that like the, Thor that Dark adds World. Nothing was worth watching once. Miss. You know, like, <laughs> Thor Dark World. You could watch well, once and be fine. We don't watch Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Can we? Can we truly appreciate what they did in Shang Chi if we don't yeah. watch Iron Man three? Yeah, uh, we can. yeah, we can. Yeah, but you, you don't have to watch that. the Hulk. You can just take the that original Hulk. Origin. You don't have to watch that one. Yeah, like, I mean, that was the big thing for... Are we talking Eric Bana? Uh, no, the I first like movie where, he had, where they had the Hulk jumping over. Yeah, the one before Ed Norton. Don't watch that one. No, yeah, that's Eric Bana. We're bad. just yeah. going to ignore that. Just move on to the second one with... Uh... Now, She-Hulk, we are getting this moving towards a World War Hulk movie. So, finally getting another Hulk movie is nice out of this next phase. That's a nice promise. But a lot of rumors going around Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness right now, and that's mainly that uh, you're going to be getting, like, Keanu Reeves, or uh, not Keanu Reeves, uh, Nicolas Cage Whoa. Ghost Rider, uh, the old original Fantastic really? Four. Cage? Yeah. Um, Tobey Maguire, the X-Men, you know, a, there's a whole lot. Uh, ben Affleck as Daredevil was floated out there. Wow, that'd be awesome. There's just, like, a rumor of, like, all these people you loved. Hugh Jackman, fucking Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, like, all these people being involved in Doctor Strange. All these people forming defenders to stop Wanda is the premise. And I am so fucking down for that. Cool. Well, you shouldn't have pissed her off. (laughs) She made up her own family. And kidnapped a town. All right. She gave them back. She gave them back. After they forced her. She was grieving. She's grieving. Honestly, they didn't force her. They couldn't have forced her. Well, no. That was her all on her own. They tried to force, but, you know. It it didn't didn't work. No. No. That was a really good series. It was up to Vision. Her own interpretation of Vision was so good that even he was like, 
Damn, Wanda. I um, I don't really have anything to say about that. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> about you that. said it all for me. I'm pleading the fifth. So we'll have to see how Moon Knight. Remember that turns out. Oh yeah, March thirtieth, twenty twenty two. So we don't have that long to this wait. This movie's until gonna Moon be awesome, Knight. by the way. Series. Um, but March thirtieth, a nice series. They're releasing it their own style. We have Ethan Hawke in this trailer. Looked really kind of culty. Like, what's his face from an Umbrella Academy? But you know, serious. What was his name? <laughs> I want to say Clive. Quentin. I can't Clive. Remember. I think it's Clive. Clive. He was like he really went kind of Ted Bundy. And created the cult. <laughs> yeah. God, I can't wait for the third season of that show, too. That little half moon there looks like you're – he. that's going to fuck you up, man. Fuck with the bull. Yeah, yeah, you're really going to get the horns. Instant death. But that's I love Klaus. Klaus. It's Klaus. That's what it was. Not Klaus. Klaus. All right. Klaus. But – a lot of great content coming out. Moon Knight, March tw- March 30th, I'll take that, man. I'm really digging the once-per-week release. I know a lot of people just want to binge, but I like give me three episodes or just give me one episode per week, give me three and then one per week. I like that weekly binge because it brings it back to original TV for me. Yes, but people who do want to binge still can. They just need to wait until the last episode comes out like I did for Hawkeye. Yep. And because these are much abridged seasons where we're only getting six to eight episodes each, it's not like you're waiting the 22 weeks like a regular American season. You're just waiting a month or two. And Did we get your take on... Dodge whatever, what, whatever uh, spoilers you can. Did we get your take on uh, Kingpin from Hawkeye? No, you did not. Uh, well, we need that now. We, yeah, we do need it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I feel like I'm being set up for something. That was creepy. I was Um, like, what are you setting up a TikTok or something? (laughs) I have to say that um, even though I kind of knew that he was going to be in it, there's this one scene in one of the earlier episodes where you just see a hand come into frame Mm -hmm. um, and put the the hand on on the girl, the whatever, (sighs) the, the girl with the prosthetic. Echo. The deaf girl. Echo, thank you. Yeah. Um, when he puts his hand on her shoulder, and I'm like, "That's Kingpin." Like I knew right away. Mm-hmm. I know that hands. I know that sleeve. I know that sleeve. Yeah. I. I was. I can't say that Vince Vaughn does anything wrong. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Look, do you see this? This is COVID brain. I'm just letting <laughs> you know that. Like... Vince because Vaughn you guys know Kingpin? that I know their name. I was names. like, I'm oh, just having that's like, his name. I'm oh, having, okay. I'm I'll telling you, my memory well, is awful. From, he went from playing, playing <laughs> what? Uh, they were both in that one fucking, uh, what was it, the breakup? It was like with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston, and then Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. was the brother. I was forced to watch that movie. <laughs> I remember that shit. Um, <laughs> What are we so sorry. Everybody degrees? knows that I know. I'm just like my my brain to mouth. It's 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 a mess right now. But um, anyway, I was happy with movie. the consistency of him as a character. Yeah, like I got the same kingpin that I got in Daredevil mm-hmm. in these last two episodes. That fight scene at the end, I did not enjoy as much as I wanted to. I wanted more of him. 
just in the universe um, in general, but I'm always happy to see Kingpin. I'm always happy to see this version of Kingpin. But, you know, the whole time I was like, where's Vanessa? Mm-hmm. There's one fan theory that says that Echo's shot at the end was actually up by his ear. So that way she can make him deaf. And I I really like that as a fan theory. I don't think he's dead. I never thought yeah, that no. at all. You're not going to yeah. bring him back for like two episodes and be like, what up, bop, bop, bop. Yeah, I wish he had been in more of it, but I did enjoy the scenes that he was in, especially the scenes with um, Kate's mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, she's Those such were some a pretty nice powerful young... scenes. She's such a nice mother. And then, what are you doing? You were with him. Yeah, yeah, they kind of buried the lead on that. And it, like the whole yeah. time I was like, the mom's the villain. Like the mom's definitely the villain. She's with Swordmaster. And she thinks he's charming. Like, yeah, there's something wrong with your mom, bro. It just like, um, but yeah, I, I'm saying it again. We've again, had one of my those brain friends. is a mess. <laughs> I enjoyed oh, Kingpin what? very much. I just was not a huge okay. fan of the fight scene at the end. Yeah, I mean, all in all, was it, was I thought the extra, the like the super strength, like to me, the super strength didn't bother me so much. Although I don't yeah, understand why we needed to have it. Had that. Well, it, like he went each up against Spider Man. Had a different level set of power. Like right, and like in in the MCU with Spider Man, he had he had power that rivaled Spider Man. And Daredevil, he's just more tactful. He knows how exactly. To this is not that so universe. It's this not is that guy. even though it's the same delivery and the same person per se. It's not. It's a different the variant. same iteration. Yeah, it's a different variant. That's all they have to do. And fans are so confused, but they literally had a show, a whole show based on variants, and they're still like, I don't see how you're going to connect it. I just like because you're not a writer. I think that they had so many like great fight scenes in the show already that they didn't have to to do this. I think it was oversaturated. I do. I think that I think that they could have gone a different route, and because to me, Kingpin is more cerebral. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 the chess player in the background. So I kind of feel like this was gratuitous in a way that it didn't need to be. But I love how they they didn't call him Mister Fisk. They just said no. boss. You know, the boss won't yep. like this. Kingpin, yeah. Kingpin, and Wilson Fisk never connected. And keeping that going on is just so classy. And it adds I love that. To the I flavor. love that energy. I love that. I love that. But yeah, I really enjoyed the scenes that he was in. I really, really enjoyed that office scene. That was great. Oh, yeah. Can I ask you this? Do you think they gave Vincent D'Onofrio this fight scene to kind of to 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 allow the character go off the way he wanted? No, because he was so much more badass in that first scene that he went off in the first season of Daredevil where he smashed the guy's head in with the car door. That was fucking grippingly brutal to where yeah. this was just like damn this dude's fucking unstoppable he keeps getting and it like but didn't it feel like it kind hit. of took you out of it like everything yeah. else and i know that we're talking about superheroes and magic yes. and there was some powers and and things that things that don't happen that don't make sense yeah. but you're suspending reality here because it's just part of it this fight scene at the end is the yeah. only thing that took me out of the story where i was just like this is a little bit silly now like you're putting this it like did not that, need to happen yes. this way 
Yeah, now that you're putting and, it like that, a, yeah, absolutely. In a logical world, like, she would have lost hands down. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the absolutely. teenager? Really? <laughs> With the bow and no. string? Really? But, like, the thing is, I, I, was, I was buying asshole. it the whole way. I was buying it yeah. until that part. And yeah, that like part the is where they lost it because it, it just, you didn't need it. That you didn't pimp, need it. That pimp particle arrow. <laughs> like, where do I get more of them? Though, that was a bad ass. Like, haha, arrow's really big, fucker. Oh. But I hope with the inclusion of Matt Murdock and Kingpin as established characters in in this universe, even if they don't end up getting their own thing, I would love to see the no them Holmes pop grip, up. Grip, oh, you know, so like just, just keep on leaving breadcrumbs throughout the whole thing. Maybe we'll never get another Daredevil movie or another show yeah, that factors around thing, Daredevil or Kingpin the rumor, or have them as main focus. But I would love to see them still in there doing their thing as time progresses Rumor you have two Hollywood really good actors doing two really good characters is that we're use gonna them. see use them one we're gonna see cox everywhere in the mcu oh yeah absolutely and that was last week cox is get gonna away be everywhere. cox are going everywhere but the other thing is he's gonna he's supposed to be popping up you went She-Hulk. right into that one there covid brain you did <laughs> <laughs> Term in sales. It's called walking the dog. Right it's about this way. Painting a picture. Um, and Cax, you're painting the picture all over the walls and the ceiling very slowly. And unfortunately, unfortunately, it's a red. It's, it's a red picture. Because he's big burger. I think we got our TikTok. I think we're better than that. Uh, that's that's classic. I could do way better than that. Yeah. But <laughs> that was great. Uh, <laughs> Cox is going to be everywhere, but also splattering everywhere. <laughs> it's gonna, and it's unfortunately it's going to be red, you know, because he's Daredevil. He's blind. He just sees red. Yeah. Um, my point. Oh, we're we're going to be seeing him to the next in, story. <laughs> in a lot of different things, but it started off with rumors, a lot like. This next story. Right. That was a good segue. Because Leslie Grace, it was rumored that she was going to be Batgirl. (laughs) And there was a rumor that there's going to be a Batgirl movie. And now we know there is a Batgirl movie. Leslie Grace is that Batgirl. And now Leslie Grace gives us our first look at Batgirl for the HBO Max film. And this is Exhibit A. Okay. New 52 era. Um, Batgirl in year one, year one outfit made this myself, mom. Look at me. I'm styling. Okay. Just wait for year five wheelchair edition. You made it yourself. Now you're going to fight tigers. I've never, I've never said this before. Like with this film, like if they make this a franchise, I can't uppercut them. I can't wait until they make her a paraplegic because that (laughs) will be great story content. Come on now. There's a joke set up there. Killing joke. It's a good one. See I that? Knew, I knew you were going that route. Uh, slip that in like a needle and thread. But scroll down and we'll see our look, Exhibit B, at Leslie Grace's Batgirl costume. I love it. I love it. Twitter I nerd. I love that costume. Twitter nerd rants are like, cosplay? Like, bitch, it's year one. 
that's exactly where you want to start with Batgirl. And that's yep. exactly the look you want with that. Because it looks like I made it myself, Mom. I'm going to be a fucking superhero just like Batman. And that's the Batgirl show. That's exactly where it this is my biggest issue with these sneak peeks, with these first looks, with these teaser trailers. It's just opening it up for everyone to have an uninformed opinion. Mm -hmm. This makes sense. This makes sense. Just like everybody lost their damn mind when they saw Starfire. Yeah. Looks good um, in Titans in that clip in that like short little hot pink dress and they're like that's not starfire watch the effing episode first please and the then in of- the last season yes. when they finally give her full fucking starfire cost- uh-huh, oh uh-huh. man it was so awesome it was worth the payoff it, it was, was worth the build up into it so let's chill fans, the f out fans are ultimately gold she looks amazing yeah. it is appropriate to somebody making their very first costume and, and if we go old school and see what they look like in the 40s when they first mm-hmm. introduced the character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that costume either. So just <laughs> no. no, we'll go with the new figure. Simmer the fuck down, please. Yeah. <laughs> Simmer it down now. Which, Simmer it down now. It was, it was exactly. a reboot from 2014. But that is the beauty of doing a comic reboot because at that point, doing a Batgirl year one, doing which Batgirl came out of the 60s Batman show. She wasn't in the Batman comics up until they added her in there. And now, just like Harley Quinn, those characters get added into Batman after the fact just because something works. So this works. TV is how Batman gets fleshed out. That, but I like really the, like this outfit. Has like spark this that happens motocross with kind of. Yeah. I love but that whole look. Now everyone shut up at once. Now <laughs> talk at once. I don't care who talks. I just want one of you at one time. <laughs> I don't even care what you say either. But I'm right We're there. We're both passionate. That's yeah. what it is. I'm I'm right I, there. But with, no. yeah, I'm right there with you, Cat. I like this costume because this is where I want Batgirl to start. I want to mm-hmm. see her go for like a grapple, like a huh, like wind up grapple and fall on a, in like on a dumpster. You know what I mean? Bruiser real. And let's be real. If any of us decided that we were going to be doing a vigilante and making our own outfits. We would definitely be like taken from it's, biker. It's hoodie time. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'll tell you right now, I would look like a hobo moon knight. <laughs> I'd have a dirty white hoodie <laughs> with like masks. You would wear your Assassin's like Creed on. hoodie. Yeah, a dirty white hoodie, like I said, with masks, like dirty rags on. And then I'd have like a jacket because it's fucking cold out. I would look like a I hobo. always love that combination of purple and yellow. I think she looks fantastic. It does, and they're they're great. Cl- they're nice colors, you know. Yellow yeah. really stands nice out. Shades of those colors, yeah. yeah. And I'm we are very, also very happy with. Not that. only do we get an awesome Batgirl costume here, we are getting Michael Keaton as Batman mm-hmm. in this universe. To where? Why would? Uh, no, they don't have any pictures of him. It's just mentioned in the story. I love the fact of Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. More in the I universe. love that Michael Keaton wanted to do it. Yeah. The fact that he's attached himself to the project makes me feel better about the project in general. Yeah. Because you know DC is a little... Yeah, wavy gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm looking at this in a complete positive light, and I hope that it follows through to do it. I mean, I, I love everything about her costume. It's really I love great. that pose. I love her hair. It's amazing. 
But, I mean, also, oh, at okay. the same fact, I made the paraplegic joke, but I also want to see Oracle. I want to see the Bat family. I, extended family. Not just Batgirl. Just as well. We'll just get Robin. there. I want all the Robins. I want Red Hood. I want a movie live action Red Hood. I want like mm-hmm. a really nice fleshed out universe. And if Michael Keaton's willing to be Batman because he's all he's a comedian, he has always been that guy to just make that I'm Batman joke. And now he's willing to be Batman again. Put him in as much shit as you can because, unfortunately, it's way too soon in the cycle for Robert Pattinson to be starring in anything else besides his movie. He's got that movie right now. You got to focus on building that universe with that Batman. Two hours and 55 minutes runtime, PG-13. And now you also have Moon Knight, which is right in that same vein because it's Disney. I also, with Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, and I'm not sure if they're doing this or not, but... I really enjoyed the look of those Batman films, um, like Tim Burton's hands in that and how the world itself looked. And if this is the same Batman in the same continuity, that whole aesthetic coming back is another positive. For We're going to see this year with Flash because that's where this is going to kick off. You know, if right. DC is kind of treating all their films as multiverses and just have starting to have one connect to another. And now having it connect to TV or, well, HBO Max Film, getting all their films. Now they're looking at selling CW. So I don't know what that's going to do for the Arrowverse. They're obviously just still going to have a stake, just not as big a stake in it. But with DC, there's a lot of stuff that's going on that they could tie into. If they could tie into their main films they want to put out, like Snyderverse level, as well as having like... You know, HBO Max movies or TV series, having all that tie-in. Just put out your main movies. Like, ah, here's Shazam. It's not tied in. We're not going to say it's tied in. And, uh, you know, here's this one. Here's that one. There's a way that you could do that and make it work as long as you start to connect things. Because Crisis could add in anybody and everybody if you do it on a major film level. Endgame proved that. But with, with Michael Keaton... Fans always want him as the Batman Beyond. I would also take one of the other Batman. Whew, I don't think we can get Val Kilmer, but we could probably get yeah, I don't George think Clooney. He's going to be interesting. We could definitely get George Clooney. I think he's he's going to. He might say no. Give George Clooney a chance to redeem himself. That'd be nice. But still give his suit nipples. <laughs> just just to say fuck you. <laughs> I, I I would think that uh, I don't think George Clooney would be on board of doing Batman anymore. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be Batman. Too, I think he just wants to move on. He's too busy helping Batman. people in Africa getting held up by an AK forty seven just because he has a truck. Okay. Okay. But J.K. Simmons and he, and he sold his um he sold his wine and tequila business. So he's he's oh he's he's chilling. So J.K. Simmons also coming back as uh, Commissioner Gordon. So, I mean, Commissioner Gordon is what, down, with, like, Commissioner what Gordon's down with the Brown. What batting percentage does J.K. Simmons have to nail all of these roles? He's the fucking man. That's what he needs to do. But this is my point. Barbara Gordon, You can just play the same person and everything, and that's fine. Look, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Batgirl is a colored person. So that means Commissioner Gordon is down with the Brown. They are all about expanding the universe. 
It's a multicultural podcast, folks. I'm just pointing out the obvious that this is going to be, once again, not just the black and white comic. We're adapting off of this, which yeah, we is can the afford, beautiful part. We can afford more colors now. Yeah. We're a big country. Like the Hulk we was originally gray. We were just a teeny, tiny little country then. Now. Yeah. We couldn't figure out the color palette for the ink. Now, we it got was that too Chanel. expensive. Oh, yeah. It's man. too expensive. We needed to invest it in some and wait for inflation. No, we're still trying to afford the CGI or to make whatever. old man look younger. And it's not I don't working. even know what we're talking about, to be honest with you. Nobody does. <laughs> uh, the next story. Exactly. Great. Yeah, there you go. There's been better segues, but there's been far worse. Mm-hmm. We wandered off the tracks, off a beaten path, but we are now on Amazon's Lord of the Rings series because it has a name. Set yeah, during, it has a name. Set during the Second Age, thousands of years before the events of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, the... Rings of Power will tell the story of how the titular rings of power were first forged and divvied up amongst the Middle-Earth's races. Uh, The new series, along with the forging-focused teaser video... uh, Will one of them have the power of heart? No. Uh, Alluded (laughs) to how the rings' creation were both tied to uh, reemergence of a long-dormant evil in the world and to subsequent hardships that the world's men, elves, and dwarves would end up facing in the future. The thing that I found about this interesting is that in the trailer, they're saying, like, how many people got what rings and all that. Like, humans got nine. Like, Sauron got one. Like, uh, elves, I think, got, like, 15. Like, dude, how many fucking powerful rings are you making, bro? It was, Did you um, give one to your for aunt? elves and nine for men. Everybody, like, five for dwarves, Like, everybody right? getting fucking right. rings? Like, the dwarves? We're giving right. out superpowers here. What is Anybody this, seats in the some? Senate? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so it's the Senate. Yep, and then eventually <laughs> it just turns into one ring, so that's the dictatorship. Yeah, and then the, the Sith I have heard nothing positive of and, uh, the Sith turn into this big eye of this this little happened. announcement that they did today. But I thought, well, let me roll that back. I thought this show was going to be about something else. Okay, okay. I thought because yeah, we they, like, they kept on like they kept on like carrot dangling it a different way and then it was just like oh yeah it's going to be before the times and like you know and then i sincerely thought it was on. going to be the cimmerillion that we were going to be getting the history of the elves and that first age and all that um, i would i would have loved that story yeah but now we're so not getting that so i am a little bit disappointed that that we are not getting that however i enough? don't know that that isn't still what we're getting because okay. ultimately that story is leading to the creation of the rings and then into, um, you know, The Hobbit and then Lord of the Rings from there. So it still might be the show that we thought it was. But yeah. this this announcement, this title announcement, really gives nothing away. Like, no. right away, you already knew what the end was going to look like. Maybe not what the name it was spelling was, but clearly it was the forging of the rings. <laughs> yeah. So once I saw that, I'm like, okay, this is not going where I thought it was going to be going. So I, but I like how it's starting off with all the rings, 
Like, yeah, they got some. They got some. My Uncle Joey, he has one. I think. Well, it this is rolled just the them couch. rewording what was already said at the beginning of the Fellowship of the Ring by Gladriel. So they, um, the showrunner literally says for the name, they wanted the name to look like it could be sitting next to the original, the original books on a book. And it does. And it does. It does. It 100% does. But you open um, it up. I and also it may look don't like know that. I, I also don't know that. Um, that no Bethesda was doing it. That this isn't purposely done to misdirect us. Maybe. So wouldn't be the first time that a studio did that. Yeah. You think you were going to have? Although a I bit think of a it swerve? is. Yeah, I think that it's pretty. Yeah, it's nice. But I was like, I'm disappointed because I was expecting something else. I was hoping for something else. Well, I mean, like, I don't know that we need this story. Amazon. It's one story to rule them all. Well, Amazon needs that that kind of uh, book fantasy show. Right. Because Netflix has their thing. Everybody is getting their their shows like that, you know, on the streaming platforms. Yeah. So they need their thing, and hey, we got it. We got Lord of the Rings. We can milk that. But you already have HBO yeah. over there. They've been milking dragons. Like, son, we got like fifteen shows waiting. We haven't announced. Marvel's got a whole hanger of like forty three sh- projects they're working on that don't want to. I know say they about. want like a good Amazon sending people into space. I I think I was more <laughs> excited about this before Wheel of Time came out, mm-hmm. and now that I've seen Wheel of Time. I'm not as excited about this coming out because I, I've seen what they do. With I got like one, material. maybe one episode in, and I was just like, you're not hooking me here, man. I couldn't. I, Did you read the books? No. Uh, I read The Hobbit. Um, no, I meant uh, The Wheel of, Wheel of Time series. No, no, I haven't. But I was like, fuck it. You're based off a book. I'll give you a shot. It's, that's what we did with Game of Thrones is we watched the show, and then – yeah, never, never books. read the books first. No. It's always a disappointment. So to me, well, I didn't know they were going to be it, books. They're like forty years old. Well, <laughs> what's in a conscious choice I made? You should have slept on it. <laughs> well, like we did. then maybe you should just never. <laughs> what read was two it? more years? Stop reading books. <laughs> um, four years, forty years. Hey man, like, it is what it is. To me, it feels like you know when you have to do a history report and they give you the source material and it's like a paragraph in a book and they're like, okay, say the same as this. Mm-hmm. You have to tell me what's in this paragraph, but you can't do it word for word so you just jumble the words around yeah they're literally saying the same paragraph (laughs) um that's what this trailer announcement thing felt like to me like they took the opening of fellowship of the ring and rephrased it and slapped it on that yeah yep it's your cliff notes you'll be able to watch it it. looks pretty (laughs) september 2nd it drops with new episodes dropping every friday Another thing that may be dropping, may be dropping, is this next story, which is the Quantum Leap reboot getting a pilot order from NBC. Cool. The reboot of the classic 90s series Quantum Leap is oh, taking. I guess that means it's going to be on that. They just need to redo the last episode of the original series, and we're all set. A big yeah, step yeah, that's pretty much it. forward. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, 
with the NBC having ordered a pilot episode. Remember watching the series and uh, starring Scott Bakula and Dean Scottwell uh, when I was a kid, and it big, was amazing. Big Scott Bakula, ow. So the thing that I found, the new series is set in the present time, and it's been 30 years since Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. Now a new team has been assembled to restart the project in the hopes of understanding the mysteries behind the machine and the man who created it. Damn, I need more voice acting. Okay. But I like the sound of that show. There's no word if Scott Bakula is actually going to be involved in this at all. He said, actually, ironically, on the late, great Bob Saget's podcast, he said that he had heard that a reboot was in the works and that he supported them. I think we even talked about it in the podcast in the past. But now, getting in order. A pilot is not a guarantee. But once again, I will say, I will watch this fucking show. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, hands down. <laughs> I will watch will this watch, fucking show. I will watch at least one it. episode. Yeah. I, I get, I'll give you two. I give everybody two. Mm-hmm. You don't hook me by two, but then you fucked up. But And you ruined Quantum Leap for me forever, and you're a horrible person, and you deserve to burn in hell. But that's your Quantum choice, Leap ultimately. Quantum Leap Quantum Leap for you already. Yeah. So I like, this, I like the opportunity of this, of like, give me another Highlander show. Why has have people been sleeping on certain sci-fi properties like this? Sliders, Highlander, Quantum Leap. Sliders, I would love to see. Sliders, they 100. were the originators of pop culture multiverse. It was ahead of its time, too. It, it was. was. It was. With, uh, That's a show face? that I think would do really well with technology as we have it now. And and the one dude age, from yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, absolutely. The, the one dude from Indiana Jones who was the professor in Sliders. I forget his name, but he I think he passed. Uh, oh, yeah. John Rice yeah, Davis? Yeah. No. no. Yes. Yeah. John Rice Davis is still alive. He's still alive. Is he? I thought he passed. He was in Sliders. No. And he was in... And Indiana he was in Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes, he was. He's still with us. He's just old as hell. Okay, I thought I thought I saw he was something. also in Lord of the Rings. That's probably just a <laughs> clickbait article then. Thank God he's okay. I can sleep easy. Um, but, and then, Wait, who is the main character? With the 90s great hair. He was like one of those people, like back in the day. They all had that, like. Gliders? Jerry O'Connell. Yes, Jerry Jerry O'Connell. They all had that great hair. He's still alive, too. Yeah. He's on lower decks. I really didn't doubt that he's still alive. I've seen him and stuff. I don't think everybody's (laughs) dead. Just the old people that clickbait articles tell me are. It's an A plus win, really, is what I think uh, it ultimately wins out. All these 90s shows. Okay. Well, all the 90s shows that should get a reboot. I think it's an A-plus win. It's something that you should guarantee. It's guaranteed that should happen. Sliders, Quantum Leap. They're just top-notch choices. Like your catering event next story. Like (laughs) our next story. (laughs) Hang on. We have to stall. I have to close a few text boxes. We have have to stall a bit. But a lot like... (laughs) This next story, because A-plus catering and events. We have my friend Ayla LaBoy and her partner cooking up delicious delicatessens. And a lot like Luminous Tater said last week, I'm going to have a, quote, party 
just to have all these delicious treats that are up on the screen. Because I tell you what, man, I've tried their food, and it is just as amazing as it looks. And you can get them for your next event and have everybody in the party saying, wow, where did they find these people? Well, they were listening to Purjangers and Wallhangers.com, and they found Facebook.com backslash A-P-L-U-S Tri-State and booked A-plus catering for their next event. They were the hit. Of all their friends' parties. Code word justice. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! That is exactly what we do. Oh, boy. Code word justice. I'll have no idea what's coming. Okay. Neither will I. Look, we're going to send people your way, and we're going to tell them that the code, the code word, or no, promo phrase hey, is hi. justice. Please. Yes. Hey. One of the 47 children in the old man's army. And they would love to hire A-plus catering for their next main family hi. reunion event. Hi. Hello. And, oh, my God, look at that. All those, what is that, fruit and shit in those right. smoothies? Uh, great. How about we move Another thing that looks great uh, is this next story. Because Netflix, they have really? Cuphead show. Yeah. And it looks very 1920s animated style, just like off of the game. It's obviously mm -hmm. a satirical look. Um, Netflix announced that the Cuphead show, the animated series based on studio MDHR's hit game Cuphead, will debut on its service on February 18th. Streamer released the first full trailer for the series and a batch of images showcasing a commitment uh, to the game's distinctive early 20th century animation stylings, releases uh, released as 12 episodes running 12 minutes apiece, the Cuphead show is described as a character-driven comedy series following the uh, receptacle... I'm sold! <laughs> ...receptacle-headed head Cuphead and his brother Mugman on the carnival-themed adventure through Inkwell Isles. The journey will be uh, bring them face-to-face -face with the devil himself. I think um, uh, I love Cuphead. It is brutally hard. Ooh, will... those frogs, man. That's like... They are pain in the ass. Like, art styling-wise, snowflakes are going to have a problem with it. But I think, first off, Cuphead was a brutally... Like, if you're a fan of Dark Souls... You'd probably this puts love Dark that Souls game. to shame. I'm sorry. <laughs> it does. It's so just brutal. But the art stylings in the game just make it so appealing to play. So you're getting fucked by the game, but you enjoy it the entire time. And the the, the article then then says tonally the show seems to split the difference between a modern smart uh, Alec animated comedy. And the simpler pleasures of an early cartoons that inspired its look like the game. It mimics the rubbery animation, slapstick violence, mm -hmm. surreal characters, and mildly seedy air of the jazz age cartoons of Max Fisher. Yeah, but a lot of those jazz age cartoons, early Looney Tunes cartoons, you can't show them without a disclaimer in the beginning. Which is what they say in the next article, because it says, I mean, the next paragraph, it says, doubtless... This striking stylish choice is what will have drawn Netflix to the project. 
though some have noted that Cuphead is, however, innocent and in, innocently celebrating an animation tradition with troubling racist undertones. The game, an old school boss rush and shoot 'em up, drew more notoriety for its stern difficulty. However, look, what's I mean, the next paragraph? So? <laughs> <laughs> we can read. Could you read word. me the next paragraph? Make sure you. What's I the could. Next paragraph make, say. Make sure you credit the author too. And Whoa, <laughs> credit the author. Let's let read all the sponsors. Let's to you. Let's let the let's fans. Let's let the fans know whose hands up your ass moving the mouth. That 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 I have. No it's not Jim Henson. Him. I know that guy's dead. Okay, right? Or did no, I, I was just giving you a break. Else? Did I just give somebody he else? He loves the sound of his own voice. I think I just he killed somebody else off. No, Jim Henson's dead, right? Yeah, no, he okay. died a yes. while ago. Okay, I didn't. Uh, yeah, that was like ago. that was like right before the Ninja ago. Turtles movie, the first one. Yeah. Well, next thing you're gonna tell me, Bob Denver's dead. Yes. Okay. Well, now I need to and be disappointed. Now I need to be disappointed like by this next story. A bee, and then he's like, "He is." <laughs> he stumbles onto comedic timing eventually. Um, <clears throat> but this next story was also a bit of a surprise to me. I don't know. Maybe not a lot of other people, but Microsoft is to acquire like Activision that. Blizzard for eighty uh, sixty-eight point seven. Billion dollars, which of course is the bar- basement bar- bottom bargain price, because obviously Activision Blizzard response. has had s- some of the most like. First off, California came after him because of their business practices in the workplace environment. There was a lot of sexual misconduct in that company. It, I have not talked about it because it's a toxic fucking place. And let's be honest, besides Diablo, I have not touched. Any uh, Diablo and Overwatch, I have not touched any of those games in the longest time because I uh, Activision Blizzard. Not everything they put out is trash, but the Blizzard that, responded. They've by always had that. Everyone. They've always had that Iron kind of crash. toxic and kind of feel to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I saw these stories come out, and it breaks your heart because they you have these are game developers. These are people who are making good times in your memories. And, and that's that's what I think is like the reason why Phil Spencer, you know, who was instrumental of acquiring top, the studio. Top-notch guy. Yes, so he with all this knowing going on decided to acquire them and you know he's going to like heads are going to roll. Well, I like how I like how the news came out that Activision Blizzard games will be coming to game pass first and then they were like oh yeah by the way we bought it we bought them and then um the activision well, like activision blizzard ceo um what is it todd or todd Glass. yeah wow he's kaepernick really... or not kaepernick some some uh, he's fucking Bally stepping Bally. down after microsoft officially acquires the company so <sighs> that head of the company who let's be honest it if it's a toxic work environment, it comes down to the boss and how and you're it, running the company. And ultimately, ultimately, the boss hires the people. The boss doesn't want to take accountability. And guess what? And that's how that's what happens in these workplaces. That, now we have that don't an American company being one of the top three game developers: Tencent, Sony, them. They're right there. They're the most prominent in the industry now. Now this is going to make them. Now we have Activision, Blizzard, and Candy Crush. 
Candy Crush, probably going to set them up like a good Nintendo fund bubble. They can have a lot of fun projects yeah. now. Candy Crush and World of Warcraft is going to be the cash cow for those two now. Yes, but also it's it's a nice move for them because Diablo, always a fun time to hop into, into Diablo. A lot of people really enjoy, enjoy Call of Duty. I used to. Yeah. I just kind of fell out of it. But <clears throat> Microsoft, trying to stay relevant, I see this as a, a brilliant move in their part because now you're gaining more capital in here to keep you being able to be creative in this market of, let's be honest, Xbox always has had a a kind of handicap because it's Xbox PC with Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Xbox PC, PlayStation, Tencent, they find their own little platform. This is where you have to go for my content. Microsoft, you don't have to buy their console. You can have a PC and run that and still buy that and have all but, the steam. And here's the three major points with, 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 with this acquisition. Of course, we've already talked about the um, the toxic environment that Phil Spencer has gone on record says, like, yeah, we're, we know what we're doing with them. We, we're, we know how we're going to handle with them. And that was like three they've, articles ago. They've had 40 sexual harassment claims or 40 people walk out because of the work environment. Like recently, how many have you had, Microsoft? Oh, none. Oh, okay. I guess they know what Grace the fuck they're doing. Gonna clear up. So, so they're gonna they're gonna Put curb on a that happy one. Face. And now look at be their look HR at the department. severe one eighty from. Oh. Remember when? Remember when <laughs> Xbox won that that reveal and how it got trashed by E three? What's the high and score how- of new assholes made in the the Activision Blizzard HR department? I mean, I'm saying, how'd you love to go through those files? We're at least in like like six figure digits of new assholes made because <laughs> all the people legal's gonna had, have a fun time. All the people that just had to say, not my fucking problem, are gonna have like, excuse me, what'd you do? Uh, like they're gonna have a fucking problem. Like Microsoft is gonna be cleaning ha- fucking house, right? And and they'll they'll have to go deal with that. And I'm sure there will be. Hey man, know, lot of whatever it need, will be. A lot of people need jobs right now. <laughs> we could put some so butts look in at seats. The the second point, 2013, the reveal of the Xbox One was a colossal failure. Okay, because yeah. they tried to make it more about entertainment and not actual video games. You look at five five years later, they pivoted and started the process of the Game Pass. Yeah. And then they finally released that. Now you have all these studios going on Game Pass day one. Yeah. And then on top of that, through Game Pass, you don't even need a PC to play. You could play cloud, you can play cloud-based gaming on your phone. Yeah. Like just connect a controller through Bluetooth and you could play. Well, here's the thing, man. You you look at Microsoft, and it was Connect. Oh, Microsoft's fucking up. And but you look at, we'll say Nintendo. Oh my God, what the fuck they do with the Wii? Nintendo's fucking up. You look at PlayStation. They got their network hacked with PlayStation Two. Oh, PlayStation's fucking up. Nerds. Will yeah, only, I remember when PS3 went down in 2011. They will only focus on the negative that you have recently done to them, and not the main benefit that they have done for you in the long run like no man's sky like well we we can just keep anthem at a l we'll call yeah, we'll just take that one as call spade a spade but 
we we miss you, Bioware. Where are you? Um, but there's the final a lot of point. Promise. Yes. The final point. The stock for Sony went down twelve points because of this announcement. So Sony now has a decision to make where they say, with, time, you know, Sony. we went on, we went on and had the story where they were like making their own game pass version, but now they have the option to say, do we, we want everybody to win there's, and just put game pass on? There's here, also another do- fuck you there for, uh, for Xbox that I saw briefly on the internet. I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to look at it because I saw it late today, but I think Xbox, uh, Microsoft has the opportunity to gain the rights for uh, two of uh, Sony's mascots, Spyro Crash and Crash. and Spyro. Like, that is a f- ultimate fuck you. Like, hey, these guys <laughs> that you you know and love, guess what? They're mine now. These are my pogs. <laughs> we play for keeps in this fucking house, asshole. These are my pogs now. Like... Damn. And we're going to make games with them. Ha, ha, ha. We're playing with your characters. You can't have any of my Surge. <laughs> but, yeah. No, so, no. yeah, Sony has Sony has a decision to make. And it, it it would seem like in this day and age, no one really wins and loses. Because if you're a gamer, you're a gamer. You're going to play on any console you can get your hands on. You're going to play on a PC if you get your hands on it. doesn't matter. So, yeah. with that being said... Won't Sony just lower down the walls, let Game Pass in, and they take a small cut with it? Mr. Why not? Gorgachev, I say tear down this wall, or I will unleash <laughs> Reagan my, smash. Or I will unleash my ray gun. You don't want me to use my ultimate. It takes too long to cool down. <laughs> but ultimately, I guess my point is that Humans have always been gamers and negative. Mainly, that was my main point. But gamers, nonetheless, like our final story. Oh, because my point to human beings always being gamers is only cemented in proof with this story. Archaeologists have unearthed a 4,000-year-old board game now they just have to figure out the rules. And yes, it can play Skyrim. It's just like Sabak. Nothing. <laughs> it's actually like Backgammon. Or no, Bakarat Backgammon? The one from Lost. Like, it's probably just like Backgammon. See backgammon. How the pieces yes. go all across. Looks just yeah. like a Backgammon. Archaeologists in Oman have found 4,000 year old stone board game at a bronze and Iron Age settlement near the village of Aon Bani Sidi. In the northern Hijah Mountains, Quimar Valley. It's Iraq. Such uh-huh. findings are rare, but examples are known from an area stretching from India through Mesopotamia, even the eastern Mediterranean. Uh, a University of Warsaw archaeologist who co-led the excavation said in the statement, the most famous example of a game board based on a similar principle uh, is the one from the graves of Ur. Ur, uh, ancient royal cemetery in Iraq. Ancient game he is referring to was discovered in 1922, is about 4,500 years old, and is a two-player game similar to Backgammon. And it is now in a collection at the British Museum in London. But as, Because, of course, the British must have it, and you must pay us if you want to look at it. But... <laughs> 
There has always been that person. History and all. There's always been that person in your life who, instead of wanting to work, has always just wanted to game. There have always been nerds. Even 4,500 years ago, there were nerds playing games. So there were purjangers purjanging in the ancient world. So that's kind of the they just had to they just had to put it out on an abacus. <laughs> this is your feel good story of the week, you know. Every person throughout history, there has been that person. They have had a friend. They were like, "Oh, what'd you do today, man? I've been fucking people up and back, heaven, son." There's been the old guys in the fucking park playing chess. There have always been gamers. People always want to think gamers are just video games. Nah, son, gamers are everyone. Everyone's a gamer in their, in their heart in a little bit. And even 4,500 years ago, there was still a nerdy son of a bitch out there trying to win, uh, be the best at that game. It's your feel-good story of the week. I like to leave you on a, a high note when I can. But the high note okay. is going to be the end segment, which was, of course, picked by Katarina Thermoscara. Okay. What game do you wish you could play for the first time again? Can we do a top five on this? Not stricken no. to just video game. Um, it's a tough one, ain't it? Board game would be Strategio. That's a good one. Um, that's that's a strategy game. I kind of figured by the play. name. If it was Strategio and it was about you know foxy Stratego, boxing, yeah. I'd say that's wrongly advertised. But it's kind of it's made by the same. It's made by um, Hasbro, um, who also did um, Axis and Allies. So that's always fun to play. If, but it's World War Two. So into. the end segment, Big Brother, is uh, what game do you wish you could play again for the first time? Not just stricken to video games, just game in general. I I you know what I wish. I wish to play all the games I did, all the games that were pivotal in 2008 when I did, because 2008 was Bioshock, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Bioshock is probably my vi- my video game, um, because would you kindly rock my fucking that, world? That, that was a mind. Assassin's mind Creed as well. Those two games were just like, it's like, that was the first moment when you finished a video game, you thought of, your nerdiest friend you could call so you could just fucking melt down. Yeah, no, you called me. Exactly. Like I said, <laughs> the nerdiest friend I could think of. I was just like, boom, yes. But yeah, no, Bioshock. And then, um, and then the final Infinite, one that year. Bioshock Infinite was another one of those to where I was yes. like, holy fuck. Like the ending of the game was so just driven. And it was just so, it, it, it was just it brought so it full circle. amazing. It was an it was an art but piece. Is what the it final was. the final one of two thousand eight Mass Effect? Um, I could pass on that. But it I, started. I love that game. Don't get me wrong. I love that game. But if I'm talking about, I want to relive that feeling I get. Assassins first, Assassins Creed and Bioshock. I want to relive that again. If I'm bringing it back to like a childhood vibe on a video game, I would say the first time I played Super Mario Brothers 3. 
That was a great game. Very He'll play it. Or Legend of Zelda. On uh Link, Link's Link Awakening. To the past. Link's Awakening or Links of the Past. Either of those. Amazing games. Now if I'm thinking about a board game, honestly, clue. I have had some amazing, fun, funny fucking moments playing Clue. Okay. You did it, you dirty fucker, you jerk, you're Mr. Costard, I fucking know it. You I I hate Monopoly, Clue, I will play. I just, I can, I can just automatically assume everybody in front of me is lying, and I could just, we're at a level playing field. Let's see who's the better liar, motherfucker. You did it. I know you did it, old man. You know, I like, I like that kind of suspect. It's a nice little murder mystery. You know, there's fun in that. Your if first you right D and D campaign. How about that? Never had one. Never had one. So there you go. Look oh. Ooh, I sense a, I, I sense a podcast. You can <sighs> sense whatever you want. Um, Katarina, where are you siding with your end segment? Well, the problem is everyone was supposed to pick one. But because <laughs> of you two rambling, y'all have said my picks already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did that. We do, yeah, that. We do that. So anyway, um, I was thinking of my very first time playing Dungeons and Dragons at my neighbor's house where it was me and the two of them. And he was playing the DM, one of of his brothers, one of them was playing the DM and also playing a character. And that's just some of the best times of my life for just eating peanuts playing with their cats and playing Dungeons and Dragons. I've, I've just never known anybody to play it and known I've never known anybody patient enough to want to teach me because I would be asking you the same question for millions wait, of times. What? So wait. I think what that does it mean when I do this again? is really hard. That I'll be honest, like I was already an avid reader at that point. Um but it was mostly books that were not they they weren't sci-fi they weren't fantasy they were like age-appropriate books you know like Ramona and Beverly Cleary kind of stuff you know like the stuff that you're reading that they kind of give to you when you're in second grade third grade that kind of stuff okay Okay. my love for fantasy for dragons and monsters and magic and like rogues and villains and stuff that came from this world um and it's from there that that just kind of hopped off and I started reading, you know, Lord of the Rings and the Bulgarian and the sort mm-hmm. of truth and, and like Wheel of Time and all that, that, that came from that game. I don't think had we not moved to that neighborhood and had them as neighbors that I would have become a comic book reader mm-hmm. or um, read sci-fi and fantasy because that, they, because they were into that and that's what we did. And I just like, Oh my God, I like that too. And what's funny is, neither of them play anything like that anymore and they don't really um read comic books or anything and yet i'm the one that kind of held on to that part <laughs> yeah That's and, nice, and they kind of grew because past it was endearing it. Um, for you yeah. for me it was like life-changing and being the um daughter of immigrants or a child of immigrants, they weren't really into that kind of stuff. So I don't know that I would have ever been introduced to any of these things mm-hmm. had it not been for my neighbors at the time. Yeah. So Dungeons and Dragons definitely for sure was the very first thing that I thought of when I said not video games. But if we were going to talk video games, 
we did have an Atari and we did have it in television. Um, so I had already played, you know, like Frogger and baseball and Stampede uh, and a boom. <laughs> a lot, all of those games. I don't want to say all of those, like a fair bit of games that were there, but it wasn't until my cousin got the very first Nintendo game system and it was um, Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers on there that that was so good and I played it for the first time and I was like this is the future (laughs) (laughs) that is what everyone like this is so wild like first got Mario you have to think Mario's 88 when Mario Brothers came out I remember the girl next door got one. That was the most mind-blowing thing. I'm like, I'm going to do that right? for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're right. I like right. playing the Atari. I loved, I, I like playing the television. I like the, the television that free. had the cards to make it easier for you to know what you were supposed to do for the games. But it wasn't until that Nintendo console dropped oh, yeah. and you went in there and you started playing Mario Brothers that you were like, holy shit. Like- N64, Mario 64, N64, that was my fucking jam. Love that <laughs> I love yeah, Yoshi's were- World. Do you remember Yoshi's World? I love yeah. that game. Anyway. It's now available on the Switch through their online service. It's, available it's also everywhere. available on their museum. <laughs> yeah. So there's <laughs> just a lot of different awesome nostalgic ways that you could take this end segment, which, you know, a favorite game. There's been so many that you know fuck Monopoly. The, the, um, the opening know. scene of the first the, the first moment you hear the Halo soundtrack. Halo. Yeah, That's just beautiful. the Donkey soundtrack. Donkey Kong Country. Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong Country. Oh, yes, yeah, that, that was a great game. Yeah. That's a good pull. The very first Sonic. Yeah. Contra. Yeah. yeah. The finishing Her- moves from Mortal Kombat, which had been the bloodiest game. <laughs> At that time, 1993, when it released on consoles, (laughs) and that's what created the ESRB rating. Yeah, it did. Um, You know what? That was September 9th. Shut your One game I absolutely know. I know (laughs) that probably Chris and Big Brother will absolutely agree with me on Fable. Yeah. The first The first Fable was good. The first Fable, the first time playing The first one was iconic. The first chicken chaser. The first oh, he's chicken chaser, is he? Do you do you chase chickens? <laughs> what kind of name is chicken chaser? The Dude, first I beat the game, not even knowing why the fuck they called me chicken chaser. So what the fuck are they and that was your chicken? fabled name. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. a second playthrough, I figured out you could fucking change it. What the fuck did I know? I don't know. Illuminate from within. <laughs> yeah. To turn the do you remember playing the summer and the winter um, Olympic games on your computer? Oh, yes. Your Absolutely. Yes. On your floppy disk? Yeah. The, yeah. The AKA Dave Icon. Yeah, man. I was made by that. Epics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck, man. That's so many amazing. The winter winter and summer Olympics. That, that, dude, bobsledding. The gymnastics was, yes. was the, the hardest. Bobsled was the fun. Diving. We didn't diving have the summer was summer one. Platform diving. We had winter. Yeah. We had the winter one. We had winter and bobsledding was awesome. Fucking the winter one that? had that. Uh, they had the, the one that it was like a mix of things the, where the you had was, to shoot. Yeah, the, the, that was like the uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, the castle. like yeah. Where, it was like the cross country skiing, and then you yeah, have to shoot. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I it was called. Cross country skiing. I'm like, 
It had that a worse great. aim than Alpha Protocol, man. <laughs> it was, and that was it based was off of luck. Horrible. Oh the ski jump God. was fun because the yeah, little fun. guy just yeah yeah yes. ski, and ski the bomb sled the uh, the uh, other one was the little one and then there was a world oh, game the luge. which had the luge. barrel jumping and the luge jumping. where you just saw his feet the, their feet yeah. or whatever yeah <laughs> and you're, they're going down simplest graphics oh, you great. ever had off. to design ever we were well, so well, you would we spend so hours excited, though oh my we god were so excited that's what it was. Dude, it was in the basement groups shooting, yeah. in the basement oh on yeah the great for groups freezing in the winter didn't matter you were you were sitting right by that computer, I like, no nah, man, I got next go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it right. Was tons of fun. Oh my god! And it was all on the joystick with one button. You had to do it like this. <laughs> no, we used the keyboard. Use the keyboard. keyboard, bro. Keyboard, old timer. Uh huh. Keyboard. But awesome. what is your favorite game? Video board game D and D. What is your favorite game, Loyal Walljanger? Pop it in the comment below. Let us know. And maybe you found one that we missed and that we would enjoy for the first time. You never know. Um, we end off this podcast the same way with the thank yous. Thank you to our man, Luminous Taylor, Mark Gervais, Sean Ennis, William Unstetter, Frank Percy, and Marty Valdez for liking, commenting, sharing, and supporting the podcast as always, this is none other than a long, drawn-out goodbye. I'm your host, Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. In the projector box, we have uh, Christopher Bristow, the old man, as well as Katarina Thermoscara, our wonderful woman. Stephen Bugrell, big brother, as our producer. One Link Diablo, hero of time, as our mascot. I love how he comes over, too. Like, please say my name. And, of course, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, game on, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Oh, no, we're going to end it. it oh, all. God. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Bye-bye. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. Bye-bye. That was good. Yes. I'm glad Kat cut her nap in there while we were gaming out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we, nothing more. You look like you were trailing off there for a little bit. Normally, she has this kind of straight, like, blank look when we're talking games. This week was just like, my head is up. And it, it looks like I'm still present. But I can tell that's where, like, all right, energy level dropped down low. If there was a stat bar. It was like Katarina. I was like, "Oh God, no!" She rolled energy, one for initiative on that one. The, the energy bar dropped down low. Oh no! Like, how do I send B twelve? Use a charisma point. That's all right. I'll wait till they're done. <laughs> just, just wait till they're finished. Whatever it is, they're and cue the final TikTok. <laughs> do you see my? face it's like i'm hearing everything but it's none none of it's processing right now it's Nothing. okay listen to the podcast when it's you get okay. to the end credits you'll be like oh i know what to say now <laughs> we'll get you when you're healthy say something. what was i supposed to say uh you were gonna go and sleep or something Sleep is what you look like you she need. was gonna tell them to oh. go to pjandwh.com and contact the team ah, and yeah right
let us know yeah. their funny quip. Enter funny we also quip. want you to get better. Here. Hit that. I'm sorry. Hit that button. There. No, no, be better. Yeah, just get better. We want you healthy. You know, I... Or at least develop superpowers is, out of it. This is... I was hoping to get superpowers from the vaccines. No. Well, now but you got the vaccines is... and the vid. So now that's when the superpower... <laughs> that's the Terrigen mixture. Okay. Now you need Terrigen mist and you're there. You're practically an inhuman. Although it's kind of like a crap dice shoot you as to what power you get. get. Yeah. It's like if a box I were of to chocolates. get a power, I'd be like, do you ever watch Sky High? Your power could be like the coconut chocolate like the kid in the that box of chocolates. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You could be like <laughs> Meg from Family Guy. And and it's just your fingernails. Bruce staring at me going, sidekick. That's the next one. I am. Um, thank you. Thank you. I. I know that this affects people differently. It just it, it really knocked me on my ass. Well, we want you to get better, and thank you thank for you. stopping by and hanging out there with us. I know Ooh. that it's definitely hard, especially when you're feeling shitty. I didn't even know. Like I thought I was feeling fine last podcast when I I was just I looked at myself and I was editing it, and I was like, "Where's my energy?" I was like, "It's me." I. Me. I caught a glimpse of my face. I had like nothing. I try not to look at myself when we're recording because then I get like too caught up on something that I can't change. Oh, it's okay. I love. But looking I did at happen. Um, but I did happen to look up and see myself. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, girl. No. I could tell <laughs> just from take sleep. a nap. Just from yeah. the energy level last week, I could tell like, oh, I was yeah, no, I thought I was out of the woods, but I was lying to myself. I had no energy, and like I was like, oh god, man. No, I'm I did interested warn you. to edit this one. But no. Well, I felt good. I think yesterday I woke up and I was feeling really, really good. And so, and I'm on the second floor and the kitchen's on the first floor. And so I went downstairs just to refill my water bottle. And then as I was coming up, I kind of, I kind of quickly went up the steps, like not run, but like, you know. Um, at, a, at a faster cadence, yeah. And then I get to the top. And I had to like immediately sit down at the top step because my throat just completely, like my lungs just completely closed up. And I Ooh. was like, what the fuck? And then for the rest of the day, like I could barely do anything. And I was like, I, I literally just walked up the stairs faster. That was it. But I felt so good when I woke up. I was like, let me take a test today. It'll probably be negative. I can go back to work. I'm feeling good. I'm still a little congested, but I feel. And then that one thing yeah. fucked me up for the rest of the day. Wow. It's crazy. Well, that it is. Well, keep praying for you. Thank you. And you guys too. I hope everyone is good and you all stay safe and healthy. Yeah, no. So, have you been watching Book of Boba? Yes. What do you uh, think? I haven't seen today's episode yet. That's after the podcast. Um, but for one and two, I loved personally. I've been watching them on, um, well, when I can. I'll just leave it at that because it hasn't been a consistent day. Um, but I am caught up before today. I've really been enjoying it. Um, I like them fleshing out and us getting 
a look at from the villain's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, even with the Rancors and the green guys whose name are eluding me right now. The Huts, man. I was really impressed with the Huts. Yeah, and the, and but I just I really like that we're getting a much more fleshed out view of these two dimensional characters, two dimensional villains that it's that not just seen. bang, 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 pow, pow. Yeah. And like the Tuscan Raiders. And yeah. Oh, the Tuscan Raiders are my favorite oh, part. Yeah. Well, well, my, no, my favorite the part of the Tuscan. My favorite part, part is the Rancor fake out. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Rancor fake out was my was, favorite was fucking good. part ever. He's like, no, no, I'll tell you. Oh. Oh, fuck. but with this series, you learn so much about the Tuscans right. and how, like, everything about them. It is so great. Yeah. And, you know, even the huts and how the brother sister sit a little bit too close. Um, <laughs> but they are very nice. They gave, they gave Boba a, a present of a rancor because who doesn't want a, a, a rancor? And um, trained by Machete. I, I want a rancor. Yeah, Machete. <laughs> What's his name? If, God damn, always Daddy Machete? No. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. I don't know why. It just brain farts all the time, but he is awesome. I love I also kind of wanted to see. He posted that on Instagram. He was just like, I made it to space. <laughs> I, I want to see Danny Trejo as a multiversal variant, at least, of Craven the Hunter. Uh, We got to get him on there. I think that would be a perfect thing because obviously i think they already have their craven guy's name is eluding me if not if not okay. craven make him caribe we'll just pair him up with frank they went with gilbert godfrey i don't think many people are asking for caribe <laughs> quite yet but gilbert godfrey is yes. available um the guy... let me tell you something here we go <laughs> Ugh, are y'all horrible, okay gilbert. yeah he really fucked um, himself. The guy that played uh, Kick-Ass is yes. Craven, isn't it? Um, Aaron and, Taylor. And jo- oh, Quicksilver. yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick And Quicksilver. Yeah. yeah Aaron, Aaron whatever. Taylor Joy, I want to say, but that's probably wrong. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, Something. no, they got him. It's something, but it is Aaron Taylor. Yeah. Um, I, I just think there's a lot of, there's a lot of premise in that. There's a lot of stuff that's out right now that is great. Peacemaker. I fucking mm-hmm. love I haven't even get I haven't even got time to do it. When you see him get the hug f- from the eagle, it's just so amazing. Yeah. That eagle is my favorite part of that, that show. That you know, I didn't I'll tell you I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and then the dad is just perfect. He's a, a DC yeah, villain. He's, he's something. Um from back in the day, I believe. But man, that show is so smart. James Gunn, not Kevin Gunn, behind it. It's it's Who's just gonna run MMR. It's it's fine. It's James. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I have to do a reinforcement every now and then. <laughs> I mean, we grew up with. You know, well, James Gunn. James Gunn is the multiversal variant of Kevin Gunn. He yes. just slipped over to this world. Fifteen thousand watt flamethrower. <laughs> it's actually it's actually an ice thrower in his world. Ah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's how the multiverse works. We're just tying, uh, yeah, Philadelphia radio with oh, uh, the world. Just- All right, so we're at podcast two eighty four. Two eighty four. So I just got a question for you, Matt, because you know you've done this forty two Boy Scouts. 
Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. I have never done any Boy Scouts. That is perverse, sir. Okay. <laughs> we don't. We don't like that implication. No. So, how do you do Cub Scout meeting virtually? I guess through Zoom. Well, yes. Pinewood Derby is really going to be a bitch, but okay. Well, in my day, you'd have to everybody go to a church and. Well, no, the Cub Scout meetings were at like a house, and then you had like the big den meetings where all the all the all the kids got together, and that's when you got like all that. But it was just like going to a bunch of like people's houses that, and I really can't see that working in this day. Yeah, just go to a stranger's house with a bunch (laughs) with with your buddy. Yeah. And you know, I I, I want some doorknobs, lick some doors. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I remember during one Cub Scout meeting, uh, one of the kids hit the emergency button for the security system in the house. Oh God! And then, like, my dad had to like talk to the person through the box in the wall. A couple times like behind couple the fucking an entertainment center, <laughs> and like he's this is a whole bunch of fucking like little fucking Cub Scouts doing. I don't know what the fuck Cub Scout shit was. And then my dad like oh, look at my workbench, you know. It, <laughs> it was just like dads just hanging out and kids just like you know. And then there was the one house where the kid had the N sixty four, and everybody was, oh my god, look at this. I want to know how the girls ended up with the cookies and the boys ended up with popcorn. Look, man. That is how my dad, when I told him, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to try car sales. He was like, you know what? You'll probably do fine. And he told me that I was in Cub Scouts, and then we were standing outside of the Brookhaven Deli, and we were selling that shitty popcorn. So a a little old lady, literally 80 80 years old. National Popcorn Day, by the way. Really? Happy Popcorn Day. Great. And this is a perfect story for it. So I'm standing outside of of the Brookhaven Deli, and I'm peddling popcorn for the Boy Scouts, and... This like eighty year old woman's walking up, going into the deli, and I go, "Hello, ma'am. Would you like to buy some popcorn?" She goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, son, but I can't eat popcorn." And I go, without skipping a beat, but I bet you have some grandkids that'll love popcorn. She bought three barrels off of me. <laughs> That's why I'm in sales. I was born into the darkness. <laughs> he was molded by, by it. Molded by it. Shaped right. by it. Cat, did you yes. see our TikTok? What? No. There's a new story. Uh, oh wait, the one where you mentioned me? The Red River. No, I don't think I'm, we mentioned. Uh, no, that was no, 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 no. I haven't. I haven't. Oh my safe god, word. the safe word is justice. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You know right. that is still getting traction right. on there. Right. Is it? What's it at now? Let me. I'll, I'll pull it up right now. Because I made it the promo for the last week's podcast too. Because fourteen fourteen sixty four. Because we were talking about the chocolate brownie. Nice. The, uh, we were talking about in the beginning. It was the chocolate brownie, the uh, hairy donut, and then the Red River, which was the place where you could buy your alcohol. And we have a nice little, you know, business establishment. Yeah, they, township they sell uh, liquids, alcohol. Yeah, you said I, they, I they, said. they sell red. Everything's red. Red yeah, wine. Everything's red. Beer. red. Yeah, <laughs> it's their own craft brew. <laughs> red beer. Yeah, all at yeah, the Red yeah, River. Oh, that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what? What are the you just numbers? Gotta go with what's out? there at the time. I guess I don't. <laughs> One thousand four hundred sixty-four on that. Okay. On well, nice. great. Well, you know, I mean, it's all linked to the website pjandwh.com. dot <laughs> com. I'd send it to Cat. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get the reaction before we go live. All right, I'm gonna watch it right now because we are using her end segment oh, okay. this week as well. That's live reaction for be going dark because it's DC. Batman. Well, Batman has progressively oh, gotten darker throughout the okay. years. Joke so me, look at it. joke me. Come look on, at the, the animated scary <laughs> to me. Oh. <laughs> the safe word is justice. <laughs> I forgot that. Joke <laughs> <laughs> so, me, joke me. Big Brother's just like, I did. <laughs> like, no, that's exactly the road I wanted to turn down. <laughs> like, Matt, your shoulders are moving up and down, and that's the biggest indicator of how hearty your laugh is, where Chris is just everywhere except straight in his chair. I mean, yeah. Lost Chris listening. again. Batman's oh, into S and M. So join <laughs> 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 <Not> that China. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was oh, such a good and then we talked about it at the end. I picked our portion of the second time. The Dingle Dashers. The Dingle Dashers. I still have to make that a, a <laughs> that I will. Is, the Dingle Dashers bit is the promo. Because we were talking about the Red River and the chocolate brownie, and then you mentioned the craft brews, and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. This is the problem. Yeah, I'm making a little village, apparently. Yeah, and then we're going to make it an NFT and sell it. <laughs> and then, I, at the end, we end off with uh, the safe word is justice, and I say, Katarina's been yelling justice several times this podcast. Justice! <laughs> 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 I'm not even sure how I'm supposed to respond to that. <laughs> We've just missed you. <laughs> Your boys You're are feeling still better, boys. <laughs> it comes and it goes. Oh, that's the worst. The worst part I found, I always find about the flu because the doctor is like, nah, it's the flu. I was like, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, I thought these symptoms seemed familiar. And it it's the fucking fevers and then chills. Like, pick one of the fucking other, motherfucker. We don't need both. I don't need to go like, oh, man, I'm hot now. I'm fucking cold. Fuck that shit, all right? When you got Now some... I'll feel great and, like, want to do stuff. And, you know, like, I was feeling good. I was like, all right, let me fold some laundry. And then I'm, like, doubled over with, like, a vice on my lungs. It's just, it's wild. It's wild that you can do everything you're supposed to and still get knocked on your ass in a split second. You can have like Ooh. like me. I have people going all all around me all fucking day like COVID, 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 COVID. COVID. As soon as I even thought I was feeling off, I went and got two. I, I got like four tests. I used two of them at once, and I tested, tested both negative, and I was like, oh, now it's time to sleep. But I, was that immediate thought of like afterward of like. Damn, man, like, I've had, like, numerous people all around me getting COVID and all that. Yeah, that's what they asked And me. I have 
been keeping my distance from people for a long time because I'm immunocompromised and I know what it'll do to me if I get it. That's practically my profession is trying to stay away from people. Right. (laughs) And then um, I went to awake on Tuesday night and I woke up Wednesday morning Uh, with a headache. And that's not unusual uh, in and of itself. Um, But I went through the, like I I drove home because it was kind of far away. Um, I drove home and I was feeling okay. But then by that night, I knew something was wrong and I couldn't even tell you exactly what it was. It's just, it was a wrong feeling. So I went to see where I could get a test and somebody must have canceled because there was one appointment left at a CVS not far from me for 10 AM. It was the only appointment available all day. There was Mm. nothing before it. There was nothing after it. So somebody must've had that appointment and ended up canceling it. And I was able to do it. Um, so I went down there. It was really quick. I left before I even got home. I got the text message saying that I was positive, but I knew, I knew that whatever this was, it was wrong. But by the time I got home and got upstairs into my room, like I had already been kind of self quarantining. Yeah. Um, I was knocked out for like four days. Mm. Um, but even now, like, like I said, I'll start to feel good. And then all of a sudden I'll get really fatigued or, the headache will come back or I'll start getting, it's just, it's weird. It's, and like I said, I did everything I was supposed to. I wore a mask the entire time. I'm vaccinated. I actually was scheduled to get my booster shot on Monday. Mm. Are you smoking copious amounts of marijuana? That could help. That study you should also be smoking copious amounts. Out, Just start. Let me tell you all of quantity. those years of abstaining that from that. I'm kicking myself. It it saved Kevin Smith's life. It now did. it's helping people. Avoid totally, totally. COVID. Uh, That's why I don't believe the tokers in the had it right. It's it's time. causing you anxiety, isn't it? Or is your state one of those that sells it at Seven Eleven? I don't. Um, remember. We are approved for recreational, but it hasn't rolled out yet. I think it just got approved last year or the year before. And oh yeah, so we're going to start seeing them pop. Never too late to st- never too late to Quit start improving your life. Politicians. Dude, and this is my point. There I just, are those I'm not people. a big, like, I don't really? like smoke, there's, so there's, I don't think yeah. I can oh, ever there's smoke it. a lot of I'm other a, options I, I will fuck we up got an te- edible. We got sure, fucking technology. But... <laughs> Edibles are amazing. Um, we have the technology. Oh, we have the technology down, to help introduce you. There's actually, with the Green Bean stuff. Cafe, they got weed coffee and shit, man. I sense I sense a podcast weekend with just edibles. If you do, <laughs> no, 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 if, if they have edibles that I'll taste produce. like coffee or chocolate, I oh, am 1,000% in for that shit. Oh, yeah, that's a podcast uh, right there. That's yeah. a future yeah. podcast. Yeah. Will, I will make that fucking trip up there. <laughs> we will we will stop by every fucking store. We will make a mm-hmm. great podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll, bring, we'll we'll make sure to bring the funyuns too. There we go, and the shawarma. Ooh, cheddar fries. You know those Andy Cap cheddar fries. Yeah, yeah. So, um, should we should we should we grace her with some inside outs when we go up? I mean, it's not going to be hot, man. It won't it, throw it in the oven, be, man. It's, it's not going it's to be not the, same. the same. It's not it's going not to be the same. I know it's not the same. But then, 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 then why even why even graze? Why even why? try? I'm to invited to a wedding down in that area later this year. Oh, there okay. we go. In Delco. Nice. Maybe I can convince them yeah. instead of a Sorry. DJ have us do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That you see, Big Brother that. just with his with his uh, snarky like. I you would. Know. Oh. 
the I'm donuts. not going cleaner. I'm telling you that. If anything, I'll be more filthy. <laughs> yeah, so, As so, the night goes on. They asked us to turn off Big Brother's mic. <laughs> the children and the night corrupted. closes. They keep asking how much has he dra- had to drink, and we keep saying nothing. <laughs> He's like, had water. <laughs> just water. Yeah, sorry. So he's like this without any variation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is us sober guys. So one thing we also anyway. want them to do is hit that subscribe button right there. Like and comment below. And of course, right above our cardboard, Kelly is going to be every single Triforce. Oh, right above my head, actually. It's going to be every single Triforce like podcast at a playlist. A special little shout out to Kelly Collins for checking in on me several times in the last week. Oh, he checked you, in on sir, me too. Are a gentleman. He was absolutely amazing. And he checked in on me just to make sure I was okay. It was awesome. Kelly is the man. That's why mm-hmm. we have more. Speaking, of, speaking of Kelly, his brother says Kelly safe word is "I'm sorry." Two minute warrior. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not that, but you just cut down the kind of compliment I was going to say. But that was that's why we immortalize Kelly in cardboard. It's because he's so awesome. I still watch that episode from time to time. It is classic. It is. I want the a reveal. One, I want one that's especially when you were describing like the up. drive from my old house to, to to your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. Um, oh, Kelly's response. This is one of those cursed things. I can't not see that now. <laughs> if you'd like to be part of our family chat. Please send an email to <laughs> right over here. <laughs> Go ahead, right over here. Contact the team for BJ more cursed content. Yeah, and well, now I guess I have to redo my tagline because right above my head is where you're going to hit that subscribe button, and over to my there we go. My right, you're going to find ev- the very best purge hangers and wall hangers video for you. Right above our cardboard, Kelly is going to be. Every single Triforce podcast in a playlist. And of course, like our main man Connor always says, bye bye.